All right, what's up? What is this, like, episode 71? Because, like, you guys are waiting on 69 and 70 just happened. So, yo, it's been four months since I've been back. Also, this is my fourth appearance on the podcast. But guess what? Then I was the 2016 guest of the year, which is insane because I've got endless amounts of praise and all that good stuff. I even got a green friggin' tank, which is amazing. Thank you. So what can I say? This is the open, you know? Got to give all the praise to you guys, the Platinum Podcast. Brought to you by that Parasso. Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. J-Bone, thank you for that beautiful introduction. We will get to the interview that we have with J-Bone. At the end of the pod. Quite a tease. I like We're it. saving the best for the rear. Um, <laughs> this is the Talking Small Podcast. The podcast where we bring you that podcast platinum for those viewers out there in all the lands. Um, I think we got a really good pod for y'all uh, today. And uh, we got my, my buddy, Al. Uncle Al here. Happy to be here. Thanks for uh, viewing the pod, everyone out there in podcast land. Yep, this is episode 71. Not, and we know 69's missing. We got that set up. We know we gave the tease for the Hooters girls the confessions of last time. We have that tentatively set for next week. We do have that tentatively set, but these are very busy women with very busy schedules. So just whenever they can grace us with their presence, we'll bring you that audio lusciousness and maybe even some pics for the instagram i don't know maybe they can push them together we'll see <laughs> um so al the other night i went to a fantasy football draft and i got belligerently drunk <laughs> <laughs> wait so the last podcast of the viewers we went to the hair salon got our hair did harley had his hair braided for this this event, yes. this fantasy football draft. So you didn't have work Friday. You was, after we recorded that podcast, what was your schedule? Because this is what this man he puts in the grind for the pod. Tell what the tell what the viewers you tell the viewers what you did. All right, so we wrapped up the getting my hair did at probably like nine o'clock ish, somewhere in there, eight thirty maybe. It was like two hours thirty minutes in that salon that was a lot longer than i thought it was going to be that's what she said so we leave there and um i was going to go get food with y'all but it, it got so late that i needed to get moving so I, I drove up to the country which is about 40 minutes away from there um no because we had to leave at well after nine because i didn't get up to the country till like 10 30 so i get up to the country i get my my dogs in the car uh, get all the shit packed real quick. It takes me about 15 minutes. I had most of it done because I'm a planner. <sighs> so I get everything in the car and I drive to um, Covington. I'm going to go stay at my wife's friend's like apartment thing. Um, Is your wife there? No, she wasn't there. <laughs> so you stayed at some random person's house with a random person there? Uh, well, I mean, it's like um, the, her friend's got like a house. And behind the house, there's like a like a mother-in-law house or something. It's like it's it's a, a it's got a bed. House. Yeah, it's a little guest house. It's got like a bed and a little kitchen and a and stuff in it. So, 
Um, my wife stays there a good a good bit when she's uh, doing some of her competition. So I go to stay over there because it's closer to New Orleans, uh, and I can leave the dogs there because my wife's going to be there later anyway. So um, I wake up the next morning around 6 in the morning because i got to be in New Orleans for 8. So I wake up at 6. For the fantasy draft, you have to no, be there at 8? No, 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 no. What's no. at 8 that you have to I, be there I, for? I'm playing golf. I got talked into playing golf at like 8 in the morning, which was a mistake. Golf is always a mistake. We have people, we have some friends who go play golf when they're at the beach and they're always bitching about how hot it is and it takes so long. I'm at the beach. Fuck this golf. But you get sucking in a golf game because you are got to impress some, you got to make the vendors happy. Well, I, yeah, I get invited to it and, and I'd, I'd say, I say no all the time to golf, but I said, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to try this. You got time. the day off. So I, I go down there, and we go play, and it's a course. It's a, a PGA, like they play PGA tournaments Not there. Not to so, brag. So it, it, I wanted to kind of figure out what it was. Definitely <laughs> TPC New Orleans. Is that o- sawgrass? Overrated. Fucking terrible. Anyway. Um, I would not pay $80 to play at that fucker. Is that that course that's in, like, City Park? N- no, you, you wouldn't know. Or it. Audubon Park? No, it's a, it's like uh, on the other side of the Huey P. Long Bridge. And, like, uh, I guess it's Marrero. I don't go over there. Nothing's good over there anyway. Um, So, so I play golf, and, and I only have a couple drinks during the golf. So we finish, we eat. I go back to the hotel. I got a hotel on Canal Street in New Orleans. Uh, not to brag. Not, I mean, not to brag, but uh, Hotels Tonight hooking it up. Big, big new sponsor of the podcast, Hotels Tonight. Check it out in a city near you. It's good people, real good people. So um, get a hotel last minute, real cheap. Um, it was like eighty bucks. Crown uh, Crown Plaza, Nola. Good, good stuff right there on Canal, Canal and Bourbon Street. So it's in the heart of where you want to be. Um, me and my buddy get there. We got another guy who meets us there and, uh, we go to the pool. I get to the pool and my plan of attack, what the, we haven't like, I, and I don't want to get into a work talk or anything like that. Definitely. If Craig was here, you guys would be like, Oh, Justin, Sill, did you see his face when you said his wife had a good body? Oh, that, okay. We can, we can all imagine what it would be like Harley and Craig bickering about work people named Kevin that we don't know. All right. All right. So not to get too much into work talk, but I'll say there was an issue that this one guy had to deal with. So he wasn't going to drink much. So me. Is this Craig? Is this DUI? No, it's not Craig. So it's me and my buddy uh, Cooley are going to split a uh, fifth of tequila at the pool. So we get to the pool and the pool. Go ahead. You're drinking tequila tonight. You got a little, you know, itch for it. You're not normally a tequila drinker. No, I actually I really like tequila. Oh, um, I don't drink it as much because I I don't I can't drink I don't want tequila straight. So I had some limeade, so I decided to to knock back some tequila tonight. <laughs> tequila and limeade, I, I like it. All so, right, so you're drinking tequila by this pool. That's your plan of attack. Take me down old Mexico way. So we get out to the pool in the Crown Rock uh, Plaza pool. Uh, I'll say it's it's very the pool itself. Is small, it the not bad. It was it was really cool. Like the the, the water temperature was really good. It's a very cool 
pool. Yeah. Water to, and it's fucking like 90, 95 degrees out in, in Nola this day. It's sunny as fuck. It's bad. So Was it a beautiful day, though? It was nice out? Oh, yeah. We're doing U2, U2 now? No, I was about uh, to say, it's probably if it was that pretty hot, I was probably 98 degrees is what I was oh, going to say. okay. <laughs> yeah. YouTube's uh, better than 98 degrees. All right. Lachey bro over there. Right. Um, Alex Lachey. So we get we get to the pool, and there's this chick there as I'm pounding drinks. She keeps going to this corner because there was no really chairs to lay out on because they don't have much seating there. Which kind of sucks for a pool situation. <laughs> but this chick's kind of going in the corner and she's smoking cigarettes. Well, she's kind of right next to the cooler where I'm going to go refill my drink. And I'm going there uh, often. Excuse Ugh. me. So I'm going there often. Well, this like 16-year-old kid uh, walks up to this chick while she's smoking and tries to hit on her. Kids these days have some fucking balls on them, don't they? Yes. And she looks at him and goes, no, uh, she, she's from Ohio. And she goes, how old are you? And the kid goes, old enough, babe. What's up? Oh, my she God. Had, she had like a feather tattooed on like her right hip. So like her, it was like you could see it go down like between her bikini and stuff. I don't know why I just remember that. But anyway, I do. This chick was that type of chick. I mean, she was good looking. She's not going to want to fuck some 16-year-old dopey twerp. No, she's on vacation. She's not looking for that. And um, (laughs) She's looking for it to be stared down by you, but never approached. Real classy, like. So, um, anyway, she she, she basically turns him down because he he gave a couple of really bad lines and then finally tries to bum a smoke. Oh she, god, I, I I was thinking I was thinking about the bum in the smoke move. Try to make you seem older like you are older than you are and and cool like it's not a Yeah, she saw right through. It was a couple lines and I'll bum a smoke and she goes, "Look, you're you're like 16. Just get 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 back." Facial Fish. She just dunked on him, and this guy left the pool. He's he, out. He's he, out. He went to go dunk with the can I bum a cig, and she matumbo swatted his ass and said, "No, no, no." Ish, don't think so, dude. That's fucking great. Posterized. So we're at the pool an hour, and I'm out of tequila. I'm out of a fifth of tequila so, in an hour. So you and your boy Cooley were splitting this tequila, and you're done after one hour. And I can tell you that there's wasn't. An even split. So you drank more. Yes. A good bit more. Uh, well, this is coming from the man who once got drunk off of a Coors Light. One Coors Light and a Halo Land. So I don't know what kind of booze you're throwing back these days. But you are drinking no- more than normal at the pod, so I'll give you that. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, we're, oh, oh, thank you. We're, uh, we finished the tequila, so we got about, like, an hour and a half before we got to get down to this bar for the fantasy draft live in person foot food and shit. You have the draft in a bar, like at a table and like a waitress comes no, by. Well, it was like, uh, have you ever been to Lucy's in New Orleans? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. Well, there's an upstairs at Lucy's that I guess they rent out for private parties or something like that. So we went upstairs at Lucy's 
That doesn't sound awful. No, no, it's not bad. It's not bad. Besides that it's at Lucy's. Yeah, everything it's, else, kind of, it's kind of far. It's in the wrong direction for where I want to be. It's just lame, but yeah. I've been up on that balcony. I was up on that balcony for running to the Bulls this year. Okay, so um, I get back to the hotel room, so you got to shower and stuff. So, I don't remember showering. That's a pretty big-sized room. That was the fantasy draft only? Yeah. There, were, there, there, were, there was three leagues up there. Oh. So it's like they had one league on one side, one. But I mean, these are all in your all, work? Yeah, all work people. How so, do you decide who gets put in whose work league? Like, is Fat Craig in your work league? Yeah, Fat Craig's in my work league, but uh, we'll get to him in a second. Um, if you haven't noticed, he has not made an appearance on the story yet. Posterized. So. We we uh, we got some time. We got to go shower. So I don't remember showering. Evidently, I did. I didn't get my braids wet. Didn't do anything. Don't remember showering. I'm I, Evidently, I'm feeling really good at this point because I drank basically, if not three-fifths, a little more than that of this handle of, I mean, this uh, fifth of tequila. Three-fifths or three-fourths? I think it's closer to three-fourths, but I want to give my boy some credit. Three-fourths of the fifth? <laughs> a little fraction joke yeah. for you. I'll be here all night. Tip your waiters and waitresses. All right. All right. So anyway, we we leave there, and I, I some reason I try to convince the two guys I'm with that I want to walk to Sacolay, which is a restaurant in the warehouse district. That if you've ever walked from Canal to there, it's like five blocks further than Lucy's is, and Lucy's probably about six blocks from where I am, and it's like still like 98 degrees outside. Oh shit. So we're walking, and we're getting kind of, you know, the sweat's coming, and it's getting bad. So we don't <laughs> want right, to so, start sweating. All right, so this is a topic we talked about on another podcast with the chafage here. You're starting to get sweaty. You're starting to get chafed. No, I'm not getting – well, if I was getting chafed, I wasn't feeling it. I, I was feeling good enough that that was not going to stop me. All right, he's on that tequila flow, ladies and gentlemen. So we get to um, – we passed District, which is a bar down there. And we started walking a little bit further, and then we realized that, fuck it, we're not going to walk all the way to Sacolay just to walk back. So we go into District, which is pretty fucking close to Lucy's. <laughs> so you guys don't get very far. No, no, uh-uh. So I go in there, and we sit down at the bar. And I don't know why I ordered this, because I've been drinking 1,800 tequila um, the whole time. You shouldn't have said that until they sponsored us. Well, then, uh, so, uh, they, I, I don't know what they gave me. They gave me like some fucking house shit. Um, like they said, what do you want to drink? And I was just drinking tequila and limeade all day. So my <laughs> dumb ass says tequila and lime. So she gives me a shot of like Suarez tequila or something like Have that. Have some Sousa. Yeah, Sousa. That's you it. had that Sousa. So I had Sousa, some. Sousa, Sousa. Yeah. So I get that and a, sh and like a lime. And, and is I, it cold or is it hot? Oh, it's hot. There, I've said it before. I'll say it again. There's nothing worse than taking a tequila shot, oh, especially a warm tequila shot, after you're already pretty fucked up. Like, that's a recipe for me puking or just feeling awful. Like, I've learned that in my partying years. I've implemented that and watched people puke right in front of me. So that's not a good feeling, especially after drinking limeade all day. So the next part of this story has been told to me because I don't remember most of this. But we sit down at the bar and we're at like an el we're like at the elbow of the bar. So like I I'm there, somebody's in the corner, and the other one's like catty corner. To, You're to on me. the elbow, flexing your tries on either side, and you got a bodyguard so, over each so try. The, so this dude sits down with a backwards Pell's hat. 
And of course, I get to talk in Pels with him. I'm wearing a Pels hat right now. Synergy, yes. He looks at me and he goes, dude, Pels are going to suck this year. <laughs> and I fucking take offense to it. Oh, you're always Mr. Brightside with the Pels, even though you've probably never been right. Like, you're always waiting. If we just get Quincy Pondexter back, oh, that'll be what we need. And He's been out for two years with a knee injury. This is the longest knee injury I've ever seen in my life. He won 2016 Teammate of the Year, and he never even played for the Pels. what the fuck? Teammate of the Year? What is this? As voted on by the Pelicans, it was Quincy Pondexter. Oh, my God. Talk about a fuck. Oh, that, 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 oh, I, I'm speechless. All right. So anyway, I, so start hot, tell, I start telling him how Boogie's in shape. Oh, God. And how John Rondo is going to be throwing alley-oops to Davis. And I just like start breaking this down how on fuck, a molecular level. How fucked up are you that you said John? The second thing you mentioned in this was something relying on John Rondo. He can't shoot. He only tries to get assist numbers. And he's a surly little motherfucking gremlin-looking dude from a video game. Like... Rondo sucks. He sucked for like five years. Supposedly, I told this dude he looks like Omar Ashik and he's half as smart. And I told him. <laughs> so, <laughs> you told the guy at the bar this? Yes. <laughs> Wait, you said Omar Ashik? Yeah. Oh, my God. Google Omar <laughs> Ashik if you've never seen him. O-M-E-R space A-S-I-K. He's getting paid $12 million a year by us and he's the oaf of all oafs. So anyway, I, I, during <laughs> all smart. this all this exchange, I down that Sousa tequila shot, Ugh. and it's hot. And then all of a sudden, I get dragged out of the bar, and I'm getting told, "Hey, that guy doesn't know how to handle you, bro. We gotta go." By your coworkers? Yeah, by coworkers. Hey, bro. Oh wait, hold on. I forgot something. As I'm getting dragged out by the bar, I see these two chicks taking selfies. I get in between both of them and just crash their selfies Swag. and take some selfies with them. How many did you take and did you say, hey, tag me? Uh, I, They said I took four with them, none with my phone, just like four of them taking it. And I told them, hey, tag me TSP and walked away. That's what they said. Swag, even though she'll never be able to find it. TSP, bitch. Yet to be tagged. They were like, who the fuck is this dude? Who is this? Bra-? And you still have the braids Yes, and I have the braids. I have some uh, uh, kind of tight linen navy pants on <laughs> with a blue shirt with pineapples all over it. You're very into the food and little critter on your uh, shirt these days. So I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking boss. So... Um, we leave there. Didn't you wear that on your uh, anniversary? No, 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 no. This is a completely different shirt. <laughs> no, uh-uh. That's a different food shirt. <laughs> um, so we leave there and we go to Lucy's. We get up to this, the upstairs and I, I immediately walk to the bar and I get an uh, 1800 and uh, pineapple juice. <laughs> You're such a faggot. Hey, so the, neither of these coworkers at the bar, neither of them are Craig, and you haven't drafted yet. You're, you you just got oh, to the I draft. I have not drafted yet. You have not yet. picked one player yet. No. <laughs> and I'm blitzed as shit. I don't, at this point, I barely remember this part of the night. All right, so you had just gotten to the top of the stairs of Lucy's to, for your fantasy draft and immediately order a pineapple in 1800. <laughs> 
Yeah. Basically Hawaiian tequila. Yeah. Um, it's actually really good if you haven't tried it. I'm not... So I I'm get not a that big drink, sweet drink guy, in case you haven't noticed. I, I get that immediately, and I go in and I talk to the you know the one the guy that you know invited me there. I say hello. Um, how, how annoying are you being with this eighteen hundred? Okay, gimmick? so are you saying no, no, eighteen hundred no, just no, pour me a shot? Are no. you trying to act like Christopher on The Sopranos, Christopher? No, no, Sorry, no, no, no. There's no, there's no drink lame drink pop that, oh, that I've been told of. <laughs> so then there's people funneling in um this part i don't have any stories all the uh, and i will say most of this section is going to be people that came up and told me about what i did after the fact we call that third person accounts so i get second person accounts they, we get to the thing and the guy is got a microphone somehow and he's announcing the rules of the draft now I happen to be and he's like right near the buffet i happen to be at the <laughs> buffet at the time fatty getting some food i forget what it was shrimp cocktail so i'm getting some food and he's up there talking and i see a microphone and for some reason i feel like i'm natural on the mic you i want to get on the mic talking small mic experience harley's harley's grazing at the buffet staring at mr guy on mic with that tequila glint in his eye going I'm a star. I was made to be on this stage. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And this is from people telling you this. Yeah. Like, who's telling you this? Like, like, like not just one person. This is like multiple people have told me I've done this. So I get, I get up there, and he's talking about these new rule changes. Whatever these are, I'm not sure. I'm supposedly got to be the commissioner of this league. I have no clue what these rule changes are. I don't remember it, but he's talking about rule changes. And he said something like, so and so this year is worth two points, and I stand there, and he he looks at me, he puts a mic in my face, and I just yell, "Bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> so then he starts talking again, and puts a mic back in front of me after the next rule change, and I yell, "Bitch!" Bitch, your pal bar, and. <laughs> You're just saying bitch, matter-of-factly. Like you're not going, bitch. No, no, just bitch. <laughs> just bitch. Jesus Christ. And what I'm getting told is the room is laughing. Oh, this is a big I, pop. I don't I don't realize. Like, I would, just thinking about this after, I would be like, that drunk dude's being annoying. <laughs> no, <laughs> but that's the thing, though. You're, you're drunk. You're up on stage. It's embarrassing for you because it's at work, but it's also something they shouldn't kind of laugh at because it's kind of work, but kind of not work. And that situation's yeah. always weird. But you're up there taking the bull <laughs> awkward bullet out of the room by being, oh, sh everyone can be at work the next day. Like they could have got kind of fucked up or whatever. They could have said like said something like, oh, Sarah, you're way too hot for Craig or something. No, I didn't mean to say Craig. Craig's not dating anyone at work, but. I should have said, Sarah, uh, you're way too good for this Jason guy or whatever. And uh, and like someone could be embarrassed about that, but no, they'll just hope no one really remembered that. And they'll be around the kitchen area the next day and be like, hey, how drunk was fucking Harley at the fantasy draft? So at this point, after I'm yelling bitch like four times I, and, and it's over, the guys done with the mic, we're starting the draft. So those are the well, only words you ever said during that whole preamble, four bitches. Yes. Each one like kept going yeah, up. Yeah, I was getting higher, 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 more yeah. and more pop. Yep. <laughs> yep. Repetition. Yes. Rule of threes. Four. Even better. You got it. Push. Um, so while I'm up there, 
one of the guys said they kept they kept going up to the guy that invited me. Like I'm just gonna call him Head Honcho from now on. Goes up to Head Honcho. That's, and they that's start, wordy. Can we just call him Boss or okay, something? Okay, Boss. We, they're going up to Boss and they're telling <laughs> way better. They're telling Boss. They said, "Hey, there's no way." Harley makes it through this draft. How many rounds? How many people? 15 rounds. This is going to go three hours. Oh, this is going to go longer than Mayweather McGregor. We'll get to that later. Um, so he he's taking bets. He I am a heavy underdog to make it through this draft. Boss bets on me. Oh, shit. Boss says that dude's a tiger boy. He can He's going to put on cruise control. There's no way he doesn't make it. He's going to be going to at least 2 a.m. Oh, shit. This guy foreshadows. Yes, we were off Matchbox 20. He said 2 a.m. So this is good on very good levels here. The boss has enough faith in you, even though you're shit face, to fucking sack up. This this is the ultimate work trust fall right here. I like it. Continue. All right. So I have first pick of the draft. Now, not by, I mean, that's just how it happened. So I go up there real quick and pick David Johnson. Anyway, I don't want to get into fantasy football. Uh, thank, and we thank you for it. I thank you for it, and the viewers thank you for it. So as this draft's going around, I'm just going to throw this one out there. There's, this is the 12-person draft. I remember all 12 people in the draft except for one. There's one guy that was around within my five-foot vicinity this whole time that I can't tell you one single characteristic about him. <laughs> you just had one little vulture? Like, no, but no, this guy was there. He was, he, and he's like part of, he, like he's friends with some of these people. So it's not like this guy's just sitting off to the side or something. Like, I should know who he is. I I couldn't tell you a single thing about him. when I looked How at do my you phone, know he even exists? Is he in pictures or something? No, well, he drafted. He was there. I asked people, I said, who is this guy? Because <laughs> I'm the commissioner. This is like an HBO show where you're like, is the guy crazy or is that actually a person? Well, like, I, okay, so I'm the commissioner. It's offline. I got to go enter these, these picks. And I look and I see this last name and I'm going, who the fuck is that? Can we call, I don't remember this guy at all. Can we call this guy Jesse or Ghost maybe? Okay, we're going to call him Ghost. Rest in peace. So ghost, <laughs> Did you get I don't. It yet? Yes, I got it. Um, ghost is evidently there the whole time, and then goes out and gets drinks with us later. Anyway, I have no clue. I couldn't tell you anything about ghost, and I can picture every single face around. None of them's ghost. Do you remember who you picked during this draft? Yeah, it was a really good draft, but you didn't want to go over that. I didn't. I just want to know like how coherent. Are oh you no, keeping no, no. It together? no. Look, I had done a couple mock drafts beforehand. I got my players I wanted. I am. An efficient machine. Even because I'm not all up here, muscle memory got me through that draft. And, and this and this fantasy segment was brought to you by DraftKings. Back to our original promo code. What was our original promo code again, Harley? A-N-A-L. Slide right into uh, season one with DraftKings. It's going to be a great season of football. Okay. So during the draft, they have a work issue come up, and the, one of the guys that's staying with me and Cooley, the other guy, he's having he's going out on the balcony. He's got to take work calls. Dude, this it that has to just ruin the mood because then you don't know if you're gonna get called for work, and you're shit faced, and you're at a work thing. So like, yeah, but how the, does that even quote unquote work? Well, the 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 company we work for is kind of um it's split off into some different sections. And I would never get called for the section he's fucking with. Oh, is it on the Dow Jones 500? It's a big company. So, 
I go up on the balcony during the draft, and he he's apologizing to me for being lame. He's like, hey, I'm sorry about being – again, I don't remember any of this. This isn't Ghost? No, this isn't Ghost. This, I know this guy. And he's he's apologizing. He actually stayed in our hotel room that night. Um, oh. oh. <laughs> no homo. Speaking of hookups, we got J-Bone coming on later. <laughs> so we get on the – we I'm on the balcony at Lucy's. And a guy saying, being, he's like, oh, I'm going to be lame. And so I start looking. There's people walking by. And I notice this one guy, evidently. Is this during some break in the draft? Like, no, no, no. Oh, I'm, I got first pick, so I got like a long time to come back to me at snake draft. God, anyway. fantasy sounds awful. Anyway, so I'm out there, and I see, for some reason, this guy with long hair and, and high socks is walking by. And, and, you, the, and you realize you just walked past the mirror. And I look down, and evidently I said, because the, the guy was saying, I saw her about being lame. I said, hey, tall socks. You want lame? I'm going to just call this guy Fred. Lame Fred or fun Fred? And the guy just looks at me. I said, lame Fred or fun Fred? And he just looks at me and he keeps walking. I said, oh, tall socks. You big time in me, bro? You want to go? <laughs> so you're channeling dab do right now. <laughs> so, so, um... They said I stood out there for about 15 minutes yelling at anybody walking by, asking them, fun fun Fred or lame Fred. And if somebody didn't say something, I would pick some physical characteristic of them and just yell them at, like, hey, corn rolls, you're big time in me, bro. Whoa. So, like, if Joe was passing by on the street, what would you tell him? Hey, Big nose. You big time in me, bro. Uh, but you're on the top of the balcony, so people like can't come up here to beat oh, it's you a, up. It's a private party. They can't get up there. <laughs> you're the ultimate dickhead right now. <laughs> so what were some of the adjectives? You said like, hey, fupa. Like, how, how I, depraved did they, you get? They said one. I said, hey, fanny pack. That's so fucking lame. You must like lame Fred. And that then she is... looked at me and she flicked me off. I said, why you flick me off, bro? <laughs> you sound fucking awful. So I'm thinking like, as people are telling me this, I'm like, God, I must have been annoying as fuck. But I, so you remember none of this? None of this. So you don't even wake up with the douche chills like, oh my God. I, oh no, I don't know this happened. Holy shit. All right, so you're yelling at people on the street. Okay, so I Do you get go ba back in and Craig's in there with the draft? No, Craig never shows up. Craig so it's a Dark thirty isn't there. So it's twelve people at the twelve people in the league. Craig Craig's in your league. Craig doesn't show up. So, so there's it's only eleven a, people at the table. Only eleven people are drafting. I draft for Craig. You black out dra draft for Craig. Yeah. Like, did you try to fuck him over on purpose? Kind of. Our, like you took okay. Bill's defense like seventh no, round. No, 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 no. But they did get to one part. Where it was running in the draft, and the person right before front of me who's trying to pick Dante Moncrief, and I I told him you can't pick Moncrief, old old Craigie needs Moncrief, and they looked at me and said don't pick him, and then they put him <laughs> on the fucking board, and I said fuck old piss Craig wants Moncrief, and I had to pick somebody else. So that's the only thing I think I fucked. I was trying to fuck Craig with Moncrief, even though I think it was the right pick at that point. <laughs> um. I thought we said we weren't going to get too specific. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dante Moncrief, ladies and gentlemen. So, at this whole time, I'm still getting drinks from the bar. Um, still I, getting 1800s? And at one point, I ordered one of the worst drinks. I think this is what saved me. I ordered something, or she made it incorrectly. 
I ended up, and I remember this because of the taste, a tequila soda and lime, and it was fucking horrendous. I don't really like soda much. No, so. I don't. Except for Joe's kid. He's adorable. <laughs> so um, we got rights. So <laughs> we got your right soda. So um, anyway, that that kind of takes me out of it. But one of the things I was doing is sending Snapchats to some other work people that weren't there. So they had these like I don't know where they got them from. Somebody told me I did this um, the other day. This was like way back because I guess I didn't talk to either of these people. And the person that actually got the Snapchats, the one that told me about it the other day, is. They had a bunch of these like sperm whales, like the little squeaky toy like things. And I put one and had basically I used it as whale dick. <laughs> nice. And, nice. And I took a Snapchat and this chick was trying to grab it from me. And I was Snapchatting and she was basically grabbing it as my whale dick. And I said, hey, buddy, look, she grabbing my whale dick. And I sent that snap out to some work people. <laughs> was that a big hit yes yes there was big pop for whale dick hey, and it was a sperm whale by the way that's yeah, the biggest whale um so so that all happened uh, i'm trying to think of other stuff that may have had that Fucking i got sperm whale that i got told about oh uh i i uh tried to start a push-up contest in the middle of the thing. Joe Saltich Memorial Workout Challenge. Started, Do push-ups in the middle of dirty-ass Bourbon Street. But this is on the balcony, so it's clean. Uh, they said <laughs> they said I was counting loudly and did 30 push-ups, then 10 clap push-ups, got up, and told boss, feel my tries. Oh, my God. Talk about a power move. <laughs> boss boss tells me he feels, his, he feels my tries. Boss. <laughs> tells me... Those are impressive. Then makes me feel his. And in a moment of not being a douche, I said, hey, those aren't bad. <laughs> oh, my God. You and your boss are a couple of fucking meatheads feeling each other's tries at a fantasy draft. You sure your boss doesn't want to fuck you, bro? <laughs> uh, I'm just being serious here. That's how J-Bone got mono. More on that later. Um... <laughs> The the try the try game's stupid with me, so I mean it just comes out when I evidently. <laughs> so doesn't come out that easy. I mean you had to do thirty pushups and then ten clap pushups. So we we ended up d- doing some more stuff at the uh, at the bar. It, like the draft ended, we were at the bar for a little while, had a couple more drinks there, um, and then it's time to leave. So we're going to Bourbon. I don't know how I make it there. I just I must follow people. I'm not sure how I get there. So all of a sudden you're a follower. You get dick. All of a sudden I end up in Razoo's. This is I I don't remember how we got there, but all of a sudden I'm in Razoo's and I'm feeling really parched. So I get a so some reason I switch at this point to Crown and Water, and I pound about three Crown and Waters within ten minutes. <laughs> Like that's gonna they, sober you up. That that's like, bar- like that's the equivalent of going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, parched, and just drinking one gulp of water, and so, taking a shot. So, they said like what happened is the the uh, person opened a tab, and as everybody was getting their drinks in, I got my I was like the first one to get one in. I finished it. They were still getting orders. I ordered another one. Double dip. I and like then it. finished that one. And then a straggler came up to order another one. 
Uh, no, a straggler came up to order a final one, realized that I might have a chance to pound this drink and get one more, pound that drink, ask for another one. The guy just looks at me and he goes, are you just passing those out? And I was like, no, dude, they're right in front of me. Get another crown of water. So then we're good on Razoo's. They start, they got like a did, some did bachelor not, party did you going not, on on the stage in Razoo's. Did you not this. understand what he was saying? He didn't think you were drinking those. He's like, are you taking them and passing them on? Because I don't want to give you another drink to drink because you're over the limit, drunko. <laughs> well, that guy could clearly, clearly tell. So there's a bachelor party going on or a bachelorette party? Bachelor party. Ugh. So there's this dude. They that, both suck, but I'd much rather run into a bachelorette party than a bachelor party. So the dude gets on stage at. Re oh yeah, you're definitely right. I mean, listen to episode whatever. Allie Landry, what's up? Ooh, what a babe. Smoke sh smoke show. Um, they they ended up. I, I ended up turning around and looking, and they they get on. There's this guy dancing on the stage, and I start heckling him. Um, because yeah, dude, try hard dance guys in the club. Like, there's a well, there's I mean, a slim guy you can get away with that. Well, then his his bachelor bros start telling me, "Hey, uh, don't fuck with him. He's getting married." Blah blah blah. Oh God, so, I fucking hate that so, guy. So, hey, just let him go, man. He's getting married. It's like this dude's being a fucking complete drunken dickhead, and they already think they already assess you as a threat, <laughs> even though so far you've just done nothing but spot a guy were you heckling him dancing on stage yeah i was heckling him <laughs> he said, oh you big time in me bachelor no boy? no 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 i was basically telling him to get the fuck off the stage <laughs> all right buddhist man <laughs> i appreciate it so so they started evidently they they got they had some beef but no big deal ended up ended up somehow leaving razoo's and ended up in gold mine and ended up getting back to the room at 2 a.m and found both work colleagues passed out sleeping. You shared a room with two other work dudes? Yeah, so I had to figure was out what... Was Craig supposed to share a room with yeah, you? Yeah, there were supposed to be four dudes, two bed. So you come back, two of your roommates are already there, Craig's not there, so it's... They split up beds and you have no bed. For, you have to crawl in bed with one of these men yeah, or sleep make, on the floor. One one of the guys is six <laughs> foot nine. The other guy... 69? <laughs> the nice. Other, the other guy's like, you know, six two. So I picked a guy that's six two because I had more room in that. And you bed. went ass to ass. I I turned my ass his way and I just went to sleep. You you crawled in bed with another strange man from work. <laughs> well, I mean, the that was the plan. So it wasn't like we knew we were your trying to save, some, save money, and there was going to be four people, two beds. We knew this was going to happen. I I'm comfortable. I don't care. Well, okay, but I mean, the thinking had to have been. For you and fucking Craig to share a bed. So if Craig doesn't... Oh, no, no, no. My plan was not to share a bed with Craig. Craig takes up more space than either. So you always dudes. wanted to sleep with six foot two guys. So you got what you wanted. <laughs> All right. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that that's the uh, wild draft night. Damn, dude. So like when you wake up the next day with another man, like... What are you just feeling like, oh, man, that was pretty fun last night? Like, what, what's going through your mind? Like, you're like, how did I get back here? Like, okay, that's so, always a weird, so, hard drinking night. You wake up and you're not quite sure. That's always kind of scary, but kind of like, I had a good night. Well, I had a couple things going for me. Once I got to gold mine, it was probably 1230, and I only had one drink when we originally got there because I, I didn't pay for a single thing this whole night. Zero pay. For any of this, Were except you flashing for like titties on that balcony? No, no, no. It was all paid for. Just tries. Oh, never mind. So, 
Uh, I didn't like. I got in on the first tab, and then I, I like I couldn't figure out how to get in the next couple. So I just basically had one drink at twelve thirty, and then I stopped drinking. It was just I was on the dance floor. I was sweating some of these fucking uh the, the booze out. So I remember <laughs> no the booze out. <laughs> so about like I think around like one thirty in the morning, I start remembering stuff from there. So this is stuff I remember. You're like, oh, I gotta get home. Yeah, I, all of a sudden I realized like, well, where the fuck am I? And I look at my hand; it's got a big G for gold mine. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I look and see what time it is, and I look around, and there's not that many work people still there. Like, if yeah. I don't leave soon. I'm going to be just lost in New Orleans going solo drunk as shit. So I realize It's not a bad place to be. I realize it's probably time to go. I somehow get back to uh, I get back to the hotel on my way back. I send you a Snapchat telling you the braids are still a, uh, still in and it's 3 a.m. Yep. And then I And get, he's very very lonely. And I get back to the hotel and that's and that's um I ended up Pounding, I I see. I thought ahead here. I had an ice chest in the in the thing with three big ass Gatorades in there. I pounded a whole Gatorade, ate some vitamins, chugged some more. Before water you went to bed. Before I went to bed, you pounded vitamins. What kind of vitamins? Um, those like gummy vites. <laughs> no, they help for hangovers. The man's twenty nine, still eating gummy vitamins. No, they they help for hangovers. So Just swallow it like J Bone. So anyway, that was that was my night. It was a great thing. I ended up with a really good team. I think I'm going to do good in fantasy. You didn't answer the question though. Like you wake up the next day, like what are you thinking? Like you thinking how you got back? You're not fe- you're not feeling very bad. You remember coming back from the gold mine and you're in a bed with another dude, and then like how soon do people start telling you these stories? Of, like dude, you were on one last. Okay, night. so. So what happens is the guy that had the work stuff going on, he wakes up about six in the morning and he's leaving so as soon as he wakes up i switch beds six nine left yeah six nine left (laughs) so so he he left and he doesn't have many stories because he was dealing with some work issues and stuff like that so in about eight o'clock he's six nine he saw what was going on he just couldn't hear it so about eight o'clock uh, Cooley kind of wakes up and he starts telling me about some of the shit I did. Oh, that's the other dude. That's the dude you slept with. Yeah, you slept with Cooley. Yeah. Oh shit. So, hey, hey, no homo. Hey, it's 2017. No one judge. So anyway, I, I wake up from there and uh, we start talking. He starts telling me some of this shit. He starts reading some text messages from other people about you, about me, because Cooley didn't make it to gold mine. So he ended up back at the room supposedly like eleven forty five. So clearly he learned his lesson. Don't hang with me and try to go shot for shot with tequila, even though I was a little ahead. So of what 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 did your boss win by betting on you to make it through the whole draft? Like how, how what did he win? Did he was he buying you drinks? Hey no, boss no. man, you like my tries? Pay for the shot. No, no. Well, I'm drinking eighteen hundred. No, well, at at Lucy's it was open bar. Um, so that they, they paid for open bar and shit. So that, so he didn't have to buy me anything. But he ended up going to Harris after we left Lucy, so he never he never saw me the rest of the night. Well, he never got paid for his bet of you making it through the draft. I thought there was. Like I, I don't a know. I'll bet. have to ask him. I don't. I don't know if he ever got paid for that. Um, hey, so, boss. I mean, I don't really remember it, but I heard you made a bet on me. <laughs> How do you word that? I, I know you wouldn't say I, it like I, that. I mean, I, I made it to 2 a.m. I got witnesses. So <laughs> so at like 9 o'clock, my phone starts 
vibrating because my plan is to like wake up at 10, get out right before checkout, take a shower, and then go get some breakfast. I get a call at like 9, and it's my dad, who happens to be at my house for some reason, <laughs> and he's bitching at me because I'm not here, and he wants to work on the tractor and wants to work on my car. <laughs> the, I, the, I, this I, is a hard-nosed dad pissed his son's not there so he can't get to work. So I'm wasting daylight, boy. Where the fuck are you? I said, I said, Dad, we weren't supposed to work today. He goes, Oh no, no, I talked to you. We're, we're supposed to be today. And I'm, I was like, No, Dad, it was supposed to be tomorrow. He's like, I'm up here now. Get your ass up here. Yes, Dad. Fuck. So now I'm like hungover, and now I gotta drive. I get in here, and I'm working on my car, and it's like. 98 degrees outside again. Nick Lachey, big shouts. And I'm hungover, and I'm I'm struggle-dogging bad. That's Puke City. Hungover so, in the sun. Yeah. So trying anyway, to focus on something, that just makes yeah, your mush brain hurt even more. Yeah, Believe that, me, I got mush brain. So, anyway, that was a fun night. Craig never showed up. Zero Dark Craigy. Um, actually, they had some issues at his sector of work, so he had to stay at work. But his stupid ass should have left when I told him he should have left, so he wouldn't get hung up in that, but... You know, snooze, you lose, or you go dark 30. And you guys are salary, too, so you didn't get paid extra for staying. No, we didn't. Why did you fucking leave, Craig, you fucking bonehead? All right. Do you have any other questions for that, or are you ready to get into You want to call J-Bone? Uh, I got a couple quick hitters. Right, hot, top, hot topics of the week. Let's go. All right. First of all, shout out to the Schuler brothers. Happy birthday of both your parents. Always loving a... Stuff on Thanksgiving because both of you born August twenty second. Both of you like two or three years apart, so that's a weird. That's always been a weird, funny thing. How'd you wish him happy birthday? Uh, I asked Eric if he was doing anything fun for his birthday. How'd you do that? Uh, Slack. Okay. And then I texted Ryan happy birthday and asked him if his parents, you know, ended up visiting him or whatever for his birthday and just asking him, you know, fucking just. Old man, where does the fucking time go? Because it's fucking weird that we're like 30 now. Even no, he's 30. We still got a couple months. You're damn right about that. Live your 20s. Um, so, big shout out to those dudes. I sent Eric a Snapchat and telling him uh, that I hope he has fun studying on his birthday. And then I, I actually called Ryan. We talked on the phone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what'd you say oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it right. felt good I, I should connect more with my bros yeah, i called them a couple i called them like a month ago so yeah it felt good didn't it all right quick tra- <laughs> all right quick transition to- hey i'm about to see maestro at the bachelor party here september 7th first first weekend of nfl i have a bachelor party i gotta go to bad timing and it's the first lsu home game well that's what this mother Fuckers. Yeah, that's what uh I'm so mad about Ryan that. was telling me he's like, I'll be coming in town for this, and I was like, Oh, I hope there's not LSU Oh, there is an LSU home game. Well, uh, we'll figure something out. You know who we're playing, right? Gert Nuga. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee chat Nuga. All right, speaking of the transition into Harley, we got Hurricane Harvey coming up. Thoughts? Is it too close to Harley? Are you getting bad work jokes? Oh, no, uh-uh. but there's a chance they lock us in at work uh, starting Tuesday, um, and I won't be able to leave work until Thursday. So there's a chance that That happens. sounds terrible. Well, um, they pay – they actually, for that, they pay me a ton extra. So what, I'm basically going to sleep in my office for three days. What? And it, I'm going to get power the whole time. It's better than being up here with not power. What? What is the – 
The logic behind that is we need people here to keep this shit running. It can never stop. So we're going to kidnap you so you don't go home and get your family out. That's basically what it is. Well, you get your family. That's insane. You get your family out before, and then you come to work with all your stuff and not plan to leave for a couple days. So that's when, like, Craig comes to work with five sleeves and chips ahoy, and he's just like. No, no, no. They, they, we go as a work and go buy, like, to Walmart and buy, like, pretty much everything in the store. So we got all the snacks and shit we want. It's, yeah, Craig says, pick me up some chips ahoy. Okay, yeah. All right, a so, thousand chips delicious. All right, so I hope that hurricane doesn't ruin the uh, you know the weekend for us. I mean, Houston, you know, you know, you know, you owe us one. So, all right, another big weather event this week. We had the fucking eclipse. Thoughts? I didn't look at it once. So you couldn't go outside because of the Nazi prison you work at called work. Didn't no, I was literally outside during it. And somebody asked me if I was going to look up, and I, as a hardo, I said, fuck no. Such a fucking hardo. So you got, you saw nothing about the eclipse. Didn't care. They um, A co-worker that sits across the hall from, from me, she walks into my office with the official eclipse glasses and asks if I want to go look at it. I looked up at her and said... There's nothing I'd rather not do. Oh, my God. What a fucking... You know she walked away going, Harley's a fucking asshole. I hope Hurricane Harvey ruins his name. She's like, she probably thinks your name's Harvey. What a... He's still a dickhead. That's a, that's a, that's a work comment. This is how this dude acts at work. There is nothing I wouldn't rather do. Buzz off, Betty. Holy shit. That takes balls. I, I forewarned her earlier that I didn't want anything to do with it. That's her coming back for seconds, so I'm giving her serving. Oh, shit. So you know nothing about the eclipse then, since you didn't even look oh, up yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, I, when you say nothing, Snapchats from this person and that person and, and fucking Instagrams from this person and that person, Rosillo seeing it in Jackson Hole with <laughs> this person and that person, waking up, pants down, ass up, tooted. All right, so big shouts for Solo. <laughs> like your game. Well, we'll just got you guys can look that up. We're not going to go into it. So the eclipse, like everybody was freaking out in my work, and you obviously saw it all over social media. Now, immediately, there's a eclipse coming in 2024. Now, from we just what we just learned from this eclipse is like I know how to be prepared now. Like, seven years from now, I have great pranks worked out for the eclipse. Did anybody send you the fucking message where that's supposed to be the eclipse on the phone and all Someone's of a sudden the balls, ball sack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got My cousin sent me that, and then, like... Whatever ball sack that was, that is a good idea. I didn't like seeing it, but props to you. My cousin has two kids and is pregnant with a third, and she sent me the ball sack eclipse video at, like... Four in the afternoon, my friends who were my age and younger sent me the balls on Snapchat like 18 hours <laughs> later. I saw it. I knew what it was immediately. Clicked off and they go, come on, bro. You got to do better. My my cousin sent me that 18 hours ago. So, you know, millennials, get on your fucking grind. But I got pranks set up for the next clip. It's coming closer to us. Like the, uh, what do they call that? Totality. Big buzzword this week is going to be somewhere in Mexico and Texas. So that's way closer to us. There is so many things you could do to people during the eclipse. Number one, open season. <laughs> Back in the day, me and Harley being the douchebag devils we were, 
I didn't really knew it hurt to get hit in the balls. I just knew getting hit in the balls was funny. So me and Harley used to fucking open season people. If you were open for a nut shot in sixth grade, <laughs> you fucking got it. Now, me and Harley kind of always had an unspoke about truth since we were best friends. We're like, you know, we're really not going to get each other unless it's fucking perfect. And it'll be hilarious because, you know, it's a rare moment for us. Jordan Gunther, you're getting open season all day, bro. Anyway, so open season for Eclipse people. They're looking up at the Eclipse. Nut shot. Boom. Let me That's ask a you fucking this. dick punch that can get them. What about the duck behind pushover? I also have one B, the tabletop, as we call it. Get one person near. Kneeling down, another person pushing them over there. Oh, tabletop. They're ripe for it. Number two, this, or, yeah, two. You know the, did you see people making the viewers out of, like, cereal boxes and you could see the reflection and see the eclipse that way so you didn't look at it directly? You you saw those people, though, right? Yeah, Tusty. Retard. I call them retards. Okay, so... (laughs) Hardo strikes again. All right, so you see these people. It's a geeky move to make one of these. Now imagine the diabolical of this. You make this geeky contraption, put a whole bunch of ink around the eye hole or some sort of dictation. They put a stranger. Oh, hey, you want to see it? Looks really cool through my box. Oh, sure. I'm wiped up in the eclipse. Boom. You got a fucking dick ink tad on your face now because you just got got. That's a great prank. So let me ask you this. When you're performing that prank is it a bad thing to take a step further to where instead of like the box showing the eclipse it's got like a dick or something in there or does that if it's a dick will they remove the box from their eyes too much to get the nice imprint of ink that being a double whammy that might be even better i like where you're thinking because you that's the double laugh from the viewer or maybe even the triple or whatever. Like the, I heard there on a podcast recently. Like there's these certain elements of comedy. Like there's seven things of it. Like surprise is one. Something something's one. So we're combining here. Harley just added a great thing. So like a viewfinder when you were growing up, if you would look at it, you would see a picture of so and so. Harley saying at the end of the cereal box, put a picture of like Ron Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> or the you you should have a PG one where it's like. Just like the the Bart Simpson peeing on Ford. I mean... Yeah, something like that. Something dumb for the PG one, but like for the adult one, have like just a fucking disgusting person naked. Yeah. So they look at that, they laugh. They laugh like, oh, ho, ho, you got me. And then everyone's laughing at them because they are laughing at the ink on their face. Yeah. But they think they're laughing at that. That's that's, that's genius. Put like meat spin in there and you just... Right around, baby, right around. And you really know the Fagels had their friends, however many spit, how deep the ink, ink tad is in their face. So that is great. The, the eclipse is coming up in seven years. Hopefully this podcast feed is still up. I'll listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, that's a fucking genius idea. And then number three, this could also be this is more of a like a rookie David Blaine move. It's more of a Chris Angel move. You know, you got the people occupied. Just do a comedy skit of how many uh, people's wallets or whatever could the magician take off these people looking up at the eclipse. Like that's ripe for pickpocketing. They uh, people do that all the time at magic shows. So if it's a real thing, that should be a breeze in the park. That's like a you know that that'd be a good little gimmick for a shitty comedian to do. They could maybe take it another level, but yeah, there you go, eclipse action. And then last one on the current events, 
Mayweather McGregor. Okay. What are you thinking? Who do you thinks who do you thinks taking this? Well, any thoughts on the actual fight or any comments? Well, you got it. You got to think Mayweather is going to win, and all the money the books are getting on McGregor, you getting Mayweather at a really good price. A really fucking good price. Like Mayweather hasn't been this low of a favorite in fucking years, and this is going against a guy who's never boxed. Yeah, and I think that I think it's going to be really difficult for the. I mean. There's no way McGregor can do anything, right? I mean, like this. He beat this the shit out of Polly and the Magic Man Miamani in fucking training. Like, I don't know. Uh, there's there's certain elements in this fight that I do like, even though it's the biggest thing that everyone's got juice on. It makes me not want to bet on it because Mayweather can't pay his fucking taxes to the IRS. He so he he legitimately. Declined to do it until after the fight. So that tells you he needs the fucking money. He doesn't want to like liquidate any assets to pay it up. So that means Mayweather, who made fucking. Yeah, but that's a lot of taxes when you make. He's the nation's hun- highest paid athlete for like the past years and yeah, years. So he pays the most taxes. But it's, but he still needs more money to pay him. So he's waiting for the end of this fight. Like, that's not a good look. Th- no, no, motives- no, no, that's fine. That's fine. No problem with this. Why why give the government the money up front, keep it to yourself, and just give them a cut of the next one? That's why they call him money, man. <laughs> so you have that. Like, I'm thinking Floyd could just fucking make the first fight close or make there be a bullshit decision just so he can have another fight to make even more money because he, he's that greedy. So I can see that happening. Also, he's fucking 49 years old and slow. Now, he's not 49. He's like 41. He's, oh, he's 49 and oh, but he's 40 now. Oh, That's I thought you I meant. meant like I was saying 41 years old. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. He's he, 40, I think, but he hasn't fought in like two years. So this like, it's just such a weird fight. Who are you rooting for? Well, it seems to be like a racial thing. Most white people, what they're saying, are like this is just listening to like radio and shit, or McGregor, and then like McGregor's, you know, the African American community, which I don't understand. I'm rooting for McGregor. No, Mayweather. You're I'm rooting for Mayweather. Yeah, because I. I don't like that monster commercial. I think that's what pushed me over the edge. That <laughs> stupid monster commercial. No one's drinking a monster before he's doing an athletic event. I don't like the commercial. He's not the beast. I that put me out. UFC UFC fighters have been taking cans of monster forever as a fucking ad. And, but that, I haven't had to see that fucking stupid commercial. That before. ad is fucking poor quality though. Like, is did the video look bad on your TV? I like, think it overall, looked like shit quality. It looked worse than a YouTube video. Who was it fucking produced by? Fucking Tate Frazier? <laughs> Posterized, Tate. Oh, God. You fucking got him. Well, from a previous podcast, Craig said he would buy me two Irish car bombs if this fight went down on August 26th. And all signs are looking towards it going down on August 26th. So, Craig, I look forward to downing those Irish car bombs. Car bombs. And you reminded me of something when we were talking about this fight earlier this week. You're like, yeah, we ordered Mayweather Pacquiao, and that fight was boring as shit. And I'll go, I was like, oh, that's right. I was up here in the man cave watching that. I like completely forgot. Like Mayweather's last 
big pay-per-view where he got paid $250 million to fight Manny Pacquiao. It was fucking awful. I know Floyd's a defensive boxer, but he just let fucking Manny miss and got a couple tags, and it was just like the most boring fight the of all time. The undercard was better. The fight there was, was, I think there was one card, one fight in the undercard that was entertaining. I don't remember what it was. I completely wiped my memory from that fight. Like I just remember it being a god-awful fight. I didn't remember it was even here. All right, and my last comment about these two fighters, they both have the gimmick of being rich. Like, Mayweather's actually really rich, and Conor is the richest guy in the UFC, but he's not getting paid that much money, but he's like, oh, I wear the, I wear the fuck you suit and shit like that. Both of these dudes... What do you ha- think about the fuck you suit? I like it. Okay, keep going. I mean, it's not very visible. Like, you have to get very close to him. What I don't like is like, hey, I, I don't like the stupid. So they, I like gets- the stupid blog saying, "Oh, this is such a cool move," but at the sa- or this is blogging about it or whatever. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, I, I think that's pretty funny. And the suit looks good without like. Oh, and if someone gets close enough to read it, all you gotta do is say, "Fuck you." You just point it and go, "Gotcha, bitch." As a hardo, I'd love that suit. All right, so they're both they're both gimmick is is being rich or whatever. They both have kids. Like Mayweather just had, uh, McGregor just had a kid with his old lady who he's like engaged to, and Mayweather has like a couple kids or whatever. And I, I saw these like uh, pre-fight behind the scenes things the, for be, dudes with the big rich gimmick and being athletes. They smash them ugly chicks. You think they would be banging hotter chicks like? weird to me it's all about love al that doesn't weird you out when like christina Hendricks from mad men is dating the sh- married to the schnozberries tastes like schnozberries guy like on a level that's just like i just don't get it beauty comes in many different shades al that's all i gotta say to each his own all right well uh i'm i'm both saying their choices in women are suspect for having the millionaire gimmick and being athletes you could you could they underkick their coverage on that one all right i think i'm done for the current events and uh hopefully we'll find some place to watch that fight and uh maybe report back if it's interesting if it's a fucking snooze fest snooze fest like mayweather pacquiao then fucking just on to the next one that was fucking terrible all right, so uh, at this point, we're going to call our buddy J-Bone, and y'all are going to get the downtown version of Sacco. Everything you've ever wanted to know about the main New Hampshire border party scene. All right, we're on the podcast. We got fan favorite 2016 podcast guest of the year returning for his fourth time. It's a J-Bone. He's in from Boston. He's upset about Isaiah Thomas. He may be in his basement. J-Bone. Well, both those statements are right off the bat are very correct. The fucking pride of Rockland Mash checking in with you. He's just checking in on you. I'm just checking in from this cella. My, you still got that lasagna in the fridge. Yeah, you gotta I'll be get, up later. Gotta get that Sunday sauce. He's got the munchies, folks. Oh, I got the munchies. So we got uh, we we got J Bone on. It was a little delayed. Uh, we wanted to get some uh, some Sacco stories, but uh, J Bone got a little sick and a little busy in between Sacco and this podcast, 
And we want to hear pretty much about all the high points and the very low points in between. Can I ask a question before J-Bone gets into it? What the fuck is Sacco? Yo, all right. So, first of all, it's uh, it's pronounced Sacco. I mean, you can call it Sacco if you want. I've heard mad people call it Sacco. How's it spelled? But, uh, I call it uh, S-A-C-O. So, I mean, it, it is Sacco. It's Sacco, Maine is what it is. And, like, there's a huge river, and uh, what it is is there's all camps. You can either choose to, you know, rent, like, a canoe and everything like that and float down the river that way. It's this long river through uh, Maine and everything like that and parts of New Hampshire. Or you can pretty much just stay on the camps, pay a fee, and pretty much party for three days until they kick you off. So we did the party on the uh, beach for three days. That's usually what we do. We've been doing it for six years. So this so is, like, pretty wild. This is like red-hot summer reunion for you every six years Sako? Yo, exactly. Like, we try to go with the same group, but obviously over the years, like, some people have dropped out. We've gotten newcomers. Dude, we always meet, like, new people there. It's always a crazy time. This is definitely my last year, though. I'm getting way too old for that, you know? What makes this you year say... Was definitely... What makes you say you're getting old? You couldn't keep up with the young bucks, bro? I totally could, but I was just like, oh, man, like, do I really want to keep up this scene my whole life, you know? Because, I mean, it is a little dirty and everything like that. I mean, obviously, I came home with the mono. How clean is that? Come on, bro. Uh, I was trying yeah. to, I was trying to give you tips at, uh, with the Australian pod, bro. I was trying to tell you how to not catch mono, and here you go, fucking catching the kissing disease. How the fuck did you get mono? Yo, well, honestly, I thought I had it as a kid, so I thought I was like <laughs> immune to that shit. First of all, but obviously, I wasn't. And uh, <laughs> straight up, I got, I got so sick, and I was like, I never go to the doctors unless like i'm really like pretty sick and uh finally i was just like all right fuck it i'll go to the doctor see what's up and because at first i was like oh my god if i have an std and i didn't know about it i was like dude i feel like such a clown you know because i was banging other girls so i was like jesus christ i better you know go check and while i was getting blood i was like actually could you just like do a cheek swab for strep throat because i couldn't uh, feel anything in the back of my throat it was it was all clogged up so i wasn't eating anything i literally was just drinking liquids so that's when the doctor was like oh like um yeah, like, I've noticed you've lost a few pounds or anything like that. He's like, uh, you know, obviously feeling all my ribs and stuff like that. He's like, oh, does that hurt? Is that in pain? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, you know what it is, is you have mono. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because, like, honestly, uh, the day before I went to the gym and um, I didn't hit my neck or anything. But the next day, like, my neck felt very weird. And uh, I got, like, a chill the whole day. Like, it was almost like, like it'd be, like, 90 degrees outside, and I'd be, like, wearing a blanket. Like, I was super cold, so I thought I got a neck injury from the gym. That's why I, like, held the so long. And then all of a sudden, I was like, holy crap. I couldn't believe it. And, um, I mean, like, yo, obviously, the girl that I thought maybe gave it to me, but, I mean, it could have been anybody. Because, like, obviously, everybody's drinking other people's drinks in there. You don't know what's going on, you know? Oh, I thought but, you were uh, fucking um, throwing it down, slinging that dick. Yeah, when you said it could have been Dude. anybody, I was thinking threesomes, foursomes, devil's threesomes, whoever's up, J-Bone's in the pit. Yeah, you Eiffel Tower girl in the main? One nah, side main, well, yo, one New Hampshire? I'm, I'm just saying right now, I only screwed two girls in Saco, but yo, take that number, right, and multiply it by maybe like 16, because that's how many people I drank and smoked with. So, like, if you think about all the blunts that were passed and, like, you know, you're shotgunning beers with other people. Think about all the germs of a shit. It could have been anybody. Well, I mean, if you're shotgunning beers, I, I, I you thought... should be drinking your own beer. So that that one knocked that one off. 
Yeah, true, but I mean, like, yo, even, like, flip cup and shit like that, like, there are times when I've grabbed someone else's cup because I'm just, like, too drunk to get a brand new cup and stuff like that. Or, like, there's grass in the cup, and I'm like, screw it, what's a little grass? So, J-Bone, on your story there, when you went to the doctor, you went for an STD check originally and then decided to call the Audible for a swab for mono, or what were you there originally for? No, originally I was very sick, so they were like, yo, we're going to take your blood. And I was like, hey, dude, like, while you're taking my blood, can you just check it just to be sure? And they were like, oh, yeah, of course. So I did that, and that's when, like, when the doctor assessed me and everything, it was like, he's like, oh, I think you have mono. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, J-Bone, you said uh, the, the doctor was uh, – you had very, very suspect symptoms. Co- uh, correct me when yeah. I'm wrong, but you said the following things when describing your symptoms – couldn't feel the back of your throat. That's well, well yeah, no, no, no. It's not. I couldn't feel the back of my throat. It was like pretty much to the point where there was like, just like so much like not like numbness, but like you know when your throat's like clogged up, like no a, gag like a reflex. Left side or, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. That's like what your whole entire fucking thing was. Like you weren't really eating anything. Now, getting on to that, you also said you were on an all-liquid diet. Is this also true? Well, yeah, after well, what was happening, I couldn't eat anything, so I just drank, like, you know, I tried to drink, like, drinkable yogurts and fucking water and everything like a lot that. Of, a lot of really proteins? No, nah, not even proteins, dude. Just, like, straight water, really. If he, if he was drinking proteins, his neck wouldn't have hurt after the gym, boy. That's what he'd I'm a, saying. He'd have, he'd have bench press 185 with that mono with no problem. J-Bone yeah, bench is way more than 185. What was that? What's your max bench, J-Bone? Harley wants to compare numbers. Yo, max bench has been 195. The, yo, this this year, though, in my, in my lifetime, one time I got 235 up for four times. Hey, that's impressive, J-Bone. Strength can recognize strength. Um, I think J-Bone yeah, was probably juicing like John yeah. Jones. Yo, well, uh, the problem was was once I got the mono, dude, I couldn't go to the gym for like fucking two weeks. And uh, when I did go to the gym, my whole entire fucking sides were like killing me. So I was like, oh, maybe it's because I was like, I, I didn't think I was going too hard on ab day, but I was like, yo, maybe I should just like chill a little bit, you know, stop like doing ab shit, you know? But, uh... Then I just like kind of like snapped out of it for some reason. But dude, like it, it's unreal how much you like notice a difference from your body from like two weeks, like going to the gym consistently, you know? Because when I got back into it, I was just like, so, I felt so weak. It was disgusting. So J Bone, you're in, you're in Saco. You're doing, you're doing big things. You, you hook up with two chicks. I'm guessing was this multiple occasions or one, one wild night? Nah, nah. So, uh, yo, this was um, this was one uh, kind of like one day into one wild night. <laughs> All right. So one, one one wild day. One wild day. Okay. So look, set the, set the scene for me. You're out at the you're out at the river. You're probably you know partying, drinking, having a good time. Where does one go to smash in the middle of all this great chaos? Okay, well, let me tell you, this is what's very cool about me is um, the thing about Sako is every time I've gone to Sako in my past years, uh, there's always been some some acid or some molly, some great very thing that you can just trip and, 
you know, grab a float, go down Saco River, enjoy it, see some babes, whatever. But, dude, when you're on that type of shit, you're not even thinking about sex at the time. So every single time we've gone to Saco, that's my, like, situation. This year, I thought that was going to happen. I thought my dude was going to come through. Didn't come through last minute. I thought it was going to be a bust at Saco. But, dude, then I just reversed it. I said, fine, if this is going to be my last year, why don't I just do what everybody else is doing? Like, hook up with some nasty girls, whatever. <laughs> oh, and, uh, get a couple slum busters. Hey. Jay won't hit a double this weekend. <laughs> Straight up. So um, what happened was uh, I got too drunk one day. And, uh, I mean, look at me. Uh, I'm tan. I'm Italian. I'm out on the beach. Uh, I'm not going to brag about my body because there is nothing. I got a dad bod for days. But we are playing some spike ball, so we are looking nice. Uh, some girl <laughs> is in need helping uh, her put up her tent. So, yo, I started helping her out. I'm like, hey, no worries. And I'm like helping her, and I'm like, hey, uh, since we're putting up this tent, you know, like, we're going to use it all? We're going to go inside at least, check it out? And she's like, oh, yeah, we can do that. Oh, so hey. Boom, there I am. You know what it was? Yeah, for real. The talking small tank put you over the top, bro. Yo, I wish I could say I was wearing that, dude. I was wearing a Celtics jersey, and it's important that you know that I was wearing a Celtics jersey because it was an Isaiah John, uh, Thomas jersey. So you helped her so, pitch her tent, and then she pitched yours. Nice. Exactly, exactly. And while this was going down, I thought it was being so fucking smooth. Like my <laughs> friends didn't know what was going on. I, I, I don't want people. I don't want people knowing about this. You know, like I want. Why she was nasty looking? About... No, no, no. This girl was actually hot. This one. Uh, this girl's name was Elizabeth. She was dope. Uh, no okay, last names. All right. So listen, to this. J Bone, uh, you're supposed to start day. with dessert or not start with dessert. I, dude, just think about this, like, gross, disgusting thing, though. Like, all right, so I've already been on the beach for a day fully, and so isn't she. So we're in the tent or whatever. We're fooling around. Your uh, tent or hers? It, it's some, no, no, her tent that I held pitch. Ooh. We go inside of that after. Uh, all right, so we're in there. I somehow lose my hat in the crosshairs, obviously. This girl asked me repeatedly if I had a condom, but then she gave me a condom. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I put on the condom, dude, and she knew that. Um, after everything was said and done, I leave the tent thinking I'm so, like, conspicuous and everything. Left my hat in there not even knowing. And, like, yo, I'm just, like, wicked sweaty. And I wasn't, like, really noticing at the time. I was just like, all right, no one's going to know. Like, it could have been in the water or whatever. So I go down to, like, my camp where everybody is and they're, like, laughing and shit. And they have phones and, like, dude, holy fuck. Like, yo, you guys sound like porn stars in there. You were turning us on. Like, you were so loud. Like, what the you were fuck? turning us on. What? <laughs> Yo, there literally, there were two girls, dude, that said they were turned on by the noises, dude. I was like, holy fuck, dude. I could not believe it. Did, is this one of Yo, these dude, girls, every, one of the girls you hooked up with later? A little foreshadowing? No, nah, no, nah, not them. No, I wish. They, no, they're mad cool, though. Mad cool girls from our All camp. All right, keep that, keep that uh, relationship going. You can smash that later. Yeah, they already think he fucks like a porn star just because of the... the uh, Loud noises. They hear the name J Bone, and you're like, "Yeah, that guy fucks." So you're good, J Bone. Right, well, listen to this. So they both, they both have boyfriends, but they're like mad popular and like way out of my league and wouldn't fuck me, like in you know, like. But like literally, dude, like just like the fact that they said that, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like the hype is real right now, and every, everybody was fucking laughing because they were like, "Yo, you just helped that girl fucking set up her tent, and like literally, you destroyed it." Because like. The side of, like, her steak or whatever, it wasn't plugged in. And I was wicked drunk, so I really wasn't helping her. I was just thinking about, like, hey, we're probably going to go on this tent and, like, have sex and stuff like that. <laughs> so, dude, 
everybody's like laughing and clapping and shit like that. I'm like, oh man. So I literally just be like, tried being like mad nonchalant. I just go over there, I shotgun a beer, and as I shotgun <laughs> nonchalant, a beer, like, oh, go shotguns a beer. <laughs> Wait, yo. No, we no, we shotgun a beer. I'm like, obviously people are saying shit and everybody's laughing, but like, while we're shotgunning a beer, I always usually have to grab my hat, and I was like, fuck, where the hell's my hat? So, dude, I had to go back into the girl's tent, and when I got out of her fucking tent, then her camp started laughing and was like, oh shit, like what's good? He slept with like Elizabeth. I was like, oh man, dude, like what the fuck? I was literally trying to let like no one know about this or whatever. Well, before so, before you were talking about a hat, I thought you were talking about a condom. You were talking about an actual hat. Yeah, my actual Celtics <laughs> hat that I had on. I, I thought you oh fucked her God. and your condom slipped off and you said you left the hat in her tent and she oh, saw it and saw oh that you didn't God. actually use a condom or cum or anything. So that's what I thought you were referring to. Maybe as kind of a euphemism, but you left your actual hat in the tent. Got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, that, that's crazy that you thought that because that would be, like, nuts. That would be well, it, when you that tell the story later, you can lie about that part, all right? You can add that one in. A little artistic license. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, uh, multiple times in that girl's tent, she always said, like, hey, come back later on, and everything will finish where we start and everything. Because she was scared about the condoms. Like, she was running out, and, like, I didn't have one on me, but, like, I did have some back in my tent. So I literally just kept telling her, yeah, I'll go... I'll go buy some because I just lied to her because I didn't think I was going to see her again. But I was like, all right, she'll be on the back burner. God forbid I get, like, horny enough. J-Bone. So, like, dude, I go out. Yeah, what's good? Okay, hold on. You said she was running out of condoms? Yeah, she had them. Okay, so you're not the – you pitched this tent and now there's some fucking coat riders that are following you in there (laughs) using up all these condoms? Dude, I don't even know. I mean, like, obviously she's a girl, so I just imagine she had a couple on her, you know? Okay, alright, alright, okay, continue. That, that's a, the, that, the type of chick who goes camping but brings, like, a fucking box of condoms, that seems like... That's a weird combo for me. That combo's got me thinking about what that type of girl is like. Goes out to the woods but wants a train run on her in the wilderness and brings a, a condom depot in her tent with her and any dude who looks her away she's just, just come in the tent get a number like it's a fucking deli and hop she's ready to in. make some money paid paid entry here's a condom let's go that, yep that's when you re- that's when you realize you're too like you know you're getting too old for saga <laughs> but wh- why were you feeling so ashamed you said this chick was pretty decent looking like What's the big deal that everyone's laughing or whatever? Like, I, I don't know. I don't think that I'd be that ashamed and wouldn't be, like, trying to just hook up with this chick the entire weekend. I mean, it sounds like she's a decent chick to me. No, yeah, it was just, like, the tent broke, the sounds, and the sweat was, like, hilarious to them. You know, they were just like, damn, dude, like, what the fuck happened? Was an animal in there? All right, so you, you finished that. You lied to about getting condoms again. <laughs> you got you got your hat. Now what's J Bone doing? Okay, so now I go back to where I originally went to uh, shotgun the beer, which is my camp, and uh, I talked to them and I was like, "Yo, what's going on?" Because like the night before they had a huge rave going on, um, and like pretty much the huge raves are just they have this one DJ and he plays all these songs everywhere, but he wears like you know like uh, white out of clothes so they can do black light. 
and they just dance but, around. But yo, once what, like, wait, like, wait, once what's a, what's the scene of this, J Bone? Is this in somebody's tent? Is this just like out in the woods? <laughs> and it's just like, what? Uh, where's this? "Quote unquote DJ who's probably has something connected to an iPhone. Where is this guy with the black light? He's outside. I'm picturing with the dun, black dun, light. Dun, 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 Sacco River, right? Sacco River is a huge money scam. What it is is like literally, it's all down Sacco River. People just own this land and they rent out the whole entire beach, and you can set up your tents and everything like that." But then there are hardos who come with, like, RVs and shit like that. And that's how they bring all that DJ equipment and stuff like that. They throw it. But it, what it is is it gets supervised, like, really, like, hard because right at 11 o'clock, they shut that shit down like crazy. And then someone throws a beer and everything, they shut it down insanely. It's probably because they're liable. But, like, we definitely say, say uh, you know, we sign waivers before uh, we go into Saco. I know that for a fact. <laughs> All right, so J Bone, you're doing this blacklight party. Where does girl number two come in? Okay, so I end up meeting her because my friend is talking to her, and this dude is known as the Dog Man because he brought his German Shepherd to the to Sacco for three days. So we had this Dog Man, which was unreal for the least part i mean we're taking care of a dog not only that but like we're taking care of ourselves you know like we're savages right now for three days dude like <laughs> what <laughs> you just said taking care of a dog for three days in the woods was savageness no 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 he said they're taking care of a dog in, while they're being the beach, savages in, in the beach, dude. In the beach, okay? So think about it. You need to have fresh water through the bottles, obviously, which is, like, you know, that should be a number one priority. It gets hot, so, like, you need to have, like, a, uh, like, shaded area, you know, like a canopy or something like that for the dog. You know, people don't think about this stuff, except especially when you're trying to party, but this kid lives in his apartment with his dog, and he didn't know what he'd do with her. And I'm like, listen, dude, you, like, bring it to a kennel, or you get, like, someone to watch her. It was like, oh, I just figured it out. Bring it with me. Once again, I'm on team. People really shouldn't have dogs unless they can actually take care of them. This guy, not so much. You don't see J-Bone well, bringing Diablo out there to Socko. Oh, man. I mean, the thing, honestly, I got to say, like, Diablo would be really bad. But, like, this dog was very trained, actually. So it was, like, quite pleasant because, like, you know, there were mad, like, girls and stuff like that coming over saying, oh, hey, it's a dog. But, like, yeah, and, and the dog is pretty friendly, but... I mean, I just kind of felt bad because it's like, dude, three days, you know, the dog definitely is just like, oh, my God. So that's how you met the second chick. She came down to pet this dog and voila. So, yeah, her friend came down and um, her friend came down, uh, pet the dog. And while that happened, they smoked and I was making fun of their blunt choices because they smoked uh, Fronto leaves, which are, if you know what Fronto leaves, they're like a, a backwoods, but 10 times grosser. You know, they're like the huge leafy things. What kind of uh, cigars do you use, J-Bone? Just like games and white owls and stuff like that, <laughs> you know, which is some cheap shit, but, like, it gets the job done, and it's great. All right, so do you meet so, this second okay. girl who's friends with your friend, or your friend's trying to hook up with her, but the dog gets in the way. J-Bone swoops in. So, yeah, listen, I swoop in, and uh, me and this girl, we just click right off the bat once I start talking about the blunt choice because she's like, oh, dude, at least this kid's real about it. You know, he knows what 
he likes and everything like that. Like, you know, like this guy I mean, smokes. That, like, yeah, exactly. Like that blunt is like insanely hard to gut. Like I could save myself like the time of that blunt by making like three blunts by that. You know, it's insane. So I brought it back to my camp to smoke her up, and the minute that happened, we just went back in my tent and hooked up. Now, what do you want? As he grinds up some weed, J Bone. So, what do you <laughs> like? What's this tent fuck situation like? Did you bring a sleeping bag? Like, what's the what's the rock situation? Because nothing I could picture worse in sex than than getting a big boulder to your spine or whatever. Like that just sounds painful. Well, this is what really sucks. Is so um, for years uh, I've gone for six years. So before that, like maybe four years. Uh, one year, my parents bought me a tent for Christmas, and we, me and my buddy Pat. We always, like, we're just, like, roommates, dude. We always use the same tent because we made this deal, like, yo, one year I'll buy it if you buy it. Because the first year I somehow broke my tent and, like, we just left it there. And then the second year I got another tent and then we fucked that one up when I got home. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what the hell am I doing? Should you get mono from Pat? (laughs) No, no, no. No, so, yo, uh, so so he got the tent. We've been using his tent and everything like that. So, um... He doesn't use the tent until he fully goes to sleep, which literally when you go to sleep at Sacco could be like 4 a.m. And that's like not if I'm staying in someone else's tent, you know. I might be in like a girl's tent or something like that. But this is the first year I actually went after girls, so I didn't really think about anything like that. Because usually the minute I get in a, a tent, I just pass out or I'm like rolling up weed, you know. What? So, anyway. What? What's up? Keep going. You're good. Okay, so anyways, uh, yeah, so that happens. Uh, I ended up chilling with this girl a lot longer than I thought I was, you know. Um, she kind of like overstayed her welcome and everything. I realized she wasn't as cool as I thought, and then I found out like she was only 20. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you're definitely not trying to pursue this anymore. Like she was locally and everything like that. I could easily chill with her now, but I'm just like, yeah, dude, I can't bring her out to bars or anything like that. You know, that kind of stinks. So anyways, uh, so that happens that night, and uh, I end that night off well. Um, I end up just, like, going back. Oh, oh, actually, listen to this. This is going to be crazy for you guys, and I can't believe I'm going to admit this crime right now. So you guys need to chill. Um, while I was at Saco River, someone stole my, pre- my uh, spike ball pro set ball, and everybody knows that a spike ball pro set ball is different than a regular spike ball Everybody set, obviously. knows, obviously. But yeah, yeah. thanks for clarifying uh, that for the viewers. Well, yeah, because they want to make more money. It's $60 more to buy the set, you know? So, and the boss is Spikeball Pro. So, listen to this. Um, I was like, all right, so this happened on the first day. So, I told everybody at my camp, I was like, listen, just look out for that ball. Like, just let me know. Because, like, by the end of the camp, I'll end up having that ball. I'll just, like, swipe it one night. So, dude, I ended up finding out where this dude stayed. And uh, I just took the ball. I put it on the table. I took his whole entire set instead. And I was like, now you can't even play Spikeball. <laughs> And he didn't do shit? Well, no. This was the last night. I kind of did it like a bitch. This was after I left girl number two's tent because, all right, so I need to actually rewind the story, but, like, this intertwines. I ended up going back to girl number one's tent, uh, the crazy girl with the condoms, and, like, that was after I dropped off girl number two. So on the way back after I was done with girl number one, uh, sleeping in her tent, I then got up at 4 a.m. in the morning. I looked at my alarm, and I went over to his tent, and I was like, oh, my God, there's my spike ball. 
And I literally just took the ball and I was like, you know, if he wanted that bad, he can have it. But guess what? I'm going to have his whole entire set. Yeah, his whole entire set had two balls. Brand new sets, and I, I'm rocking three sets, baby. It's whatever. You want to fuck with me? I'll fuck you harder, bro. So how'd you know that was <laughs> your set? Wait, you fucked him harder. You sure he didn't give you mono? All right. Yo, because all right, no one, no one there has a fucking spike ball pro set. And if you did, dude, you'd have like the bag and shit like that. You know, your set would say like the pro set and everything like that. So obviously, we like you know assess the situation. It was easy as fuck. You know, you're gonna notice when something's out of place like that, especially when it's spike ball. Like everybody knows we were playing spike ball on that beach. All right, so J Bone, you sent us a little preview before this episode. And it was a text message said, "Did you come inside of me?" Oh Who yeah, dude. That was, was that message from? That was the first girl, dude. That was all like crazy at first, and um, the minute the minute I said no, then she just blocked me. So she, what do you think? She ended up pregnant or something? Or no, dude, that's impossible because it literally was like two days after. So I don't know what her deal was. You could still be pregnant two days like, after you fuck. But but listen to this. Do you want to know how she found me? Oh, uh, she, she looked up the Talking Small podcast and saw you tagged in a picture. Because nah, she saw wish, the tag. Uh, I guess I was. Nah, I guess I was talking about my ass tattoo so much, and then I had two Y's and uh, J Bone, and she just literally Googled that. I mean, uh, Instagram that, and I was like, damn, there I am. It's good branding. Yeah. Very good branding. That means you're out there, J-Bone. You I got the two wives. It's you. She found you easy. I might have to get Talking Small Podcast tattooed my ass so we get more followers. Yo, my friend said I was a fucking pimp. I came home with $10 from Spikeball that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that sounds like a very successful last Sacco weekend. Oh yeah, dude, it was great. Um, except for the mono. Yep, except for the mono. Was the yeah, mono worth it? Would you do it all again for the mono? Nah, man. Honestly, dude, having mono really sucked, dude. I really <laughs> didn't like mono at all. So I thought mono back with like when we were in high school and stuff. I thought it lasted like months. But Javon, you seem yeah, to be d- get fun done fun. with it really quickly. What's that about, bro? Yeah, you really have actually have mono. Or you just had the clap and th- calling it mono. No, 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 I had mono, but it's like I waited out the month, you know? Like, it's supposed to be like a month, but it could just, like, stay with you forever or something they were saying, shit like that. And I was just like, damn, they were just like, take your meds and stuff like that, and you'll be fine after so-and-so amount of weeks. Call us if you uh, don't stop throwing up. And I was like, yeah, of course. So and wh- um, they finally prescribed. What was that? I was going to just say, when did you get back on the, um, on the uh, sex train? When did you start getting back in the community? Oh, man, well, the girls, dude, that's a different story because, like, I'd been hitting on a girl before Psycho, uh, so I was like, dude, like, here's the situation. Like, you know, I've been, like, still taking this medicine or anything like that, but it's so cool if we hook up a little bit. Like, you know, just being like, what would she say? And she was like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Did she know so you really had mono? Know. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she, yeah. That chick's taking a but, risk yeah, right hey, there. No, 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 no. You can't say shit. You were making out with a girl New Year's eve or new year's whenever it was in australia when she was like got a hundred and five fever i i regret nothing hmm, neither's j bone <laughs> yeah 
Exactly. Eskimo brothers apart, but not really. Exactly. But hey, at least I was cool. At least I was cool. At least I was cool enough to tell her, dude. I could have just been like, "Hey, like, you want to chill?" Definite good guy move right there. You got. You gotta let him know. And I'm just. I'm just shocked at the fact that she, she wanted you so bad that even with Mono, she took that risk. I can see a dude doing that, like, like me all day. But a chick, that's a. Uh, it's progressive in 2017, Harley. Yeah, we we were building up to it, dude. We were building up to the hangout. Like it was our first time, and she was like, "Hey, we really need to hang out before the summer's over." And I'm like, "I agree. Let's do it." And it was like a spur of the moment thing. I didn't even care. Well, I got, I got that, nothing that else. Pretty, uh, Saco seems good. If it's going to end that way, it's going to end that, that way. End of summer hangout. But, that just but, sounds like a good three-word phrase right there. But J Bone, how do you know you're not yeah. going to get that itch to go back? <laughs> Yo, I mean, honestly, uh, the year before this year, uh, we said we weren't doing Saco again because we got a little too old for it. But uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. Maybe this year is the last year. It's like, yo, who knows? These people, dude, it's like you just got to put up money early and people can't do that because they're not responsibly, like, fucking holding money, dude. It's so stupid. Yeah, not everybody drives ranges. Yeah, I literally just go with a bunch of sexy kids, dude, and they're just, like, broke as fuck who, like, are like, oh, my God, yeah, sack of last minute, 70 bucks, dude. I'm like, dude, you can just put down 70 bucks in April. Like, chill out, man. (laughs) Uh, J Bone's definitely he might take one year off of Sako, but you know he's coming back next year after that going, Oh man, I fucking miss Sako. No, nah, the thing is though, if any if anybody goes to Sako, dude, I'm instantly in. I'll instantly go. <laughs> yeah. So you, so you know this is, so J Bone's like Brett Favre here. here. If one team wants him, oh man, he's coming back. Is Brett Favre coming back? Is J Bone going back to Sako? He's definitely going Yo, back it's, to Sako. It's literally, it's not Sako if I don't go, dude. I hate even saying that. Dude. I'm not even that guy, but it's it's just not. I bring the table and everything. Everybody signs it. Like, yo, literally, I met some guy I didn't even know, and then he was just like, wait, dude, you own that table over there? And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. And he's like, dude, actually, I met that table before I met you. Like, I signed my name over there. I'm like, oh, shit. Now at least you saved yourself some time. What's up? I'm J-Bone. He gonna come back. <laughs> Yeah, right, dude. It was so freaking nonchalant. He's like, yo, what's good, brother, from the mother? Okay, I got one more tent question. Sorry to circle back on this, but if you're in a tent hooking up with a chick, what's the uh, knock situation? Like, say me and Harley are rooming together. He, he, he's uh, Because you can't come a knocking because it's a tent. You yeah. Know, like, what do you do, like three-quarter zip? Head puke in, or do you like zip up and down a couple times as a warning? Har- you leave a sock in the zipper. Harley's in a tent with a redhead per se, and you know something could be happening. And I need to grab my bottle of booze or something from the tent. I don't know if Harley's hooking up or not. So, you know what? What am I to do on the tent? Like, do you just you just have to wait till he comes out? Do you be like, hey man, you were there? Can I get something? Like, what's your yeah. etiquette, Jay Bone? Like, th- did you think of that? Did that ever come up? Have you done that before? Uh, so my uh, in my situation, um, it happened so like suddenly that uh, we just went inside my tent first of all to smoke, and then that's when it turned into a hookup. So I just grabbed the tent, zipped it up, but instead of zipping up the whole tent, it was like you know I learned from uh, all the sweat from the last time. I uh, unzipped the top of the um, the tent, which is like almost like a you know like a fly cage, almost like a netting. 
So, like, you could definitely see if you looked in there, though. But it was mad dark. And, uh, yo, actually, the dude that I was tending with came by there and just laughed. And he was like, oh, shit, hell yeah, J-Bone. And, like, he didn't even, like, come in or anything like so that. Wait, so, wait, he, he, he could see you fucking from this top hatch? Like, how did he know you were in there? Yeah. Yo, because he definitely heard me and probably saw it, you know? <laughs> Pre- peep show. Tent yeah. game stupid. All right. Did you have any other questions for J-Bone? I think this was a great Socko segment. Uh, J-Bone, we'll give you a um, – I mean, did you have any questions for us? I think I think we uh, touched on everything we were planning to touch on you with, buddy. Yeah, dude. No, I'm just saying, dude. Uh, like, uh, you know, like in previous times, uh, Knobloch's been saying uh, by staying, it's been a while, you know. <laughs> so, hey, I'm just pumped to be back, dude. I'm pumped to be back. See, that's how you know J-Bone is a loyal viewer. Also, you notice he said he went to bed at 4 a.m. one night because he knows we're off that Matchbox 20 kick and we're on to stained. So, J-Bone, we appreciate you. I love it, dude. All right, stay good, J-Bone. Tell, tell a friend about the pod. Tell two friends about the pod. Hook up with a chick. Tell her about the pod. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, buddy. Hey, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Peace, bro. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. Big shouts to J-Bone for joining in, talking about his sexcapades in Sacco Land. Um Al, thanks for driving up to the country on this weeknight. We got work in the morning. Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, thanks for uh, listening all this way and viewing all this way. Uh, appreciate it. Until next time, hopefully we'll have that Hooters episode coming soon. I can't wait for the Hooters episode. It's it's going to be good. And if you have any questions, any desires, maybe not desires. You can keep those to yourself. But if you have any you want us to ask a hooter girl or anything you were ever too scared to ask while you were trying to get wings hit us up on twitter at talking small pod um and ask us yeah hashtag ask a hooters girl and uh we'll make sure your questions get translated to our fine young ladies we have coming in and they are fine thank you <laughs>